The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. And it's always good when God gives us an instruction and we obey and then God does or performs what he said. Um, two powerful things from particularly Mr. Adikoya's testimony this morning. You know, what God told us today was as you write those testimonies, there will be greater ones. She had not even received the healing yet, but she believed. We can preach a sermon about how she received a miracle. All in the space of one week. Somebody shout amen. amen. So please, ushers, um, let's pass out testimony slips again. God said we should harvest testimonies. Some of you have forgotten things that God did for you. And that's not really a very good habit. So as the Spirit of God quickens your memory and the ushers are walking by you, collect that test. If I were you, I would even collect the testimony slip by faith. And if you're an electronic person, you don't need to collect a slip. Just send your email to Massive Wonders. So if you are, if I were you, I would just keep that email prompt open. <laughs> Said as you harvest the testimonies that I've given you already, greater testimonies will show. Praise God. And all through the week, God told us to focus on the healing and health part of our prosperity package. We are praying for healing from Monday through Friday. And I don't think it's a coincidence that someone is sharing a massive healing testimony. I mean, God already started the healing. Saturday night, she woke up, she slept, believing God for it to be perfected. She woke up in the morning, the growth had fallen on her bed. That's amazing. Will you wave your hands to Jesus one more time? We give you all the glory. Hallelujah. Okay, let's get into the word. Father, we give you praise. So we've been talking about prosperity. Um, and what we are dealing with is understanding the keys and the power to kingdom prosperity. We've spent the last couple of weeks focusing on the keys. Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. In other words, I remember the context of that story. He asked them a question, who do people say I am? And they didn't have a revelation of who he was. But Peter got the revelation. And that's the primary key. God reveals things to us. Jesus said, on this rock, I will build my church. He said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, Simon Bajona. So God reveals things to us. But beyond that, God said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. So there's a way to make kingdom prosperity work for you. You already have kingdom prosperity. Or you already have divine prosperity. This is wonderful news. It's wonderful in the sense that even if you are in a nation where the economy is regressed or not happening like we are in Nigeria, it does not mean you cannot prosper. And it does not mean our nation cannot prosper. Can somebody declare God turns things around for us in Nigeria in the name of Jesus? We've said over and over in this place that as believers, we should not only believe for personal prosperity or personal wealth, we should believe God for national wealth as well. That's our responsibility. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Hallelujah. If you believe for the prosperity of Jerusalem, Jesus said it will be well with you. So, even if things are not going well naturally, um, supernaturally, things can turn out for your good. If you really understand what we are saying, I will give you the keys. And we've taught along um, some lines of understanding those keys. Number one, we've established the fact that um, it's what is going on on your inside that matters the most. You said you prosper as your soul prospers. And specifically, we said two things you should try to ensure is happening in you is number one, you create and you generate an overflow. Prosperity is really about overflow. Having more than enough. 
um, bringing it to money, you have a bill of 1 million naira. You have 10 million naira. That's a simple way to look at prosperity. You have more than enough. There's sickness and disease all around. So it's not like there's no malaria or there's no typhoid. In fact, your neighbor just got it. But life is overflowing. Zoe, the life of God is overflowing in your own system. So even though there are jams and sicknesses, you are not experiencing them. There was that famous story of the American evangelist, John G. Lake, that was in South Africa, and a plague broke out in those days. Something like um, what happened when we had COVID, and people were dying up and down the place. But he, he so believed the word of God about divine life and healing, and he was so assured that Zoe, the life of God, was flowing in his body. And why, when people were dying, and even the doctors and the hospital would not touch the corpse because, just like COVID, it could be transmitted by physical touch. He and his people were helping the government bury and gather the corpse. And they were like, how come you are not falling sick? And he told them, the life of God is flowing in me. This is documented. In fact, it was documented of John G. Lake's life and ministry that the city he lived in, in America, I think it was Spoke or Spokane, I can't remember the name, Spokane, that because of his ministry in that city, the overall health and life expectancy in that city, in the time of his life and ministry, people lived longer, people lived healthier than many other places because he preached divine health and healing. And he lived it. And he told them to do a test. Bring the mucus. When people died of that plague, there would be foam coming out. He said, bring it. And they could look through the microscope and see the germs of that plague. I can't remember the name again. Bonny plague, yeah. And they would see the germs flowing. And he told them to put it on his hand. And when the germs touched his hand, they started dying one by one. That's overflow. So it's not like there's no sickness. It's like you have an overflow. And that overflow must not start or cannot start in your bank account. It can't start in your physical body. It can't start in your physical relationship. It can't start in what is happening around you. It can only start in your heart. Somebody shout my heart. Your inner man, your soul. So that's the key. I will give you the key. I will tell you how it works. I will, and this is not just a matter of hearing the message. God needs to give us revelation. And we talked about how that revelation comes. You take the word of God. Joshua 1.8 is a prime example. Psalm 1 is another example. And you keep meditating on what God has said till it dominates your heart and that's what is overflowing your heart. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. You are saying it fluently. You can preach it. Not necessarily like a pastor, but you can communicate it like you are talking to your friend. God heals me. God heals me. In a sense, that's what Mr. Dekoya did to receive a healing in the course of this week. She shut down what the doctor was saying and she focused on what God was telling her. And she acted on And God came through. And God will always come through for us. So that's one major thing. Another thing is you must now use the word of God not just to generate overflow in your heart, on your inside. You must renew your mind. What you are thinking, the way you are thinking, and so many other things. We went line by line now. Apostle Paul taught renewal of mind to both the Romans in Romans chapter 12 and the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Quickly, my time is almost, but I want to focus more on the power this morning. You see, it's keys. Let's talk about the power. And these things go hand in hand. If you only want to focus on the keys, you may get frustrated. I said something humorously. Was it on Wednesday? I can't remember. There are some demons. 
when they hear G, they are so afraid of Jesus. Every demon will bow to the name of Jesus. That's what the scripture says. But there are some demons, they are so flaky. When they, even if what you are going, look, you wanted to say Jeep. Maybe a flashy car was passing. You are going to say Jeep. But those demons are so scared. When they hear G, they fly. But there are some other demons, they are stubborn. You call Jesus one time, they don't move. Not that the power of God is not greater. It's that you have to enforce it. Stand your ground. Said you will be able to punish, and this is part of renewing your mind. You'll be able to punish every disobedience when your own obedience is complete. They say, you fight. The kingdom of God suffered violence and violence take it by force. If you are not convinced in the power you have, there are some demons you will not be able to handle. Remember that man that brought his sick child when Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration with Peter, James, and John. And the Bible said, the disciples tried to cast that devil. They had cast out other demons before. So when they brought the sick child, they were confident that they would be able to cast out the demon as well. Is this Mark chapter 9? Where that text is? I can't remember the, the, the text in the scripture again. And they tried and the demon refused. But then Jesus came down and Jesus was able to cast out the devil eventually. So disciples now came to him. How could we not? We, we knew the key. We had used the key before. We spoke your word. We addressed the mountain. They did what they had done before that got results for the G demons. The demons that run when they just hear G. <laughs> but this time, they were hearing a demon that you will have to say Jesus maybe 20 times or 100 times. Not that the name of Jesus is weak. It's just that this kind, there are some this kind situations. So you need to understand. Somebody say, I need to understand how the power of God operates. Jesus understood how the power of God operates. There are sometimes when Jesus will pray for people or speak a word, people will get healed. There were some other ones that it was as if the, as if the healing wasn't working. One day Jesus laid hands on someone, prayed for him, and the man was blind. And Jesus said, can you see? The guy said, I can see, but it's upside down. <laughs> Many men are like trees. In fact, that's not just upside down vision. That is, ups may you not see men like trees. May you see men like men and trees like trees. Because perhaps it would be better for you to be blind if you are seeing men like trees. <laughs> so Jesus knew that, ah, this demon has not gone out fully yet. And he laid hands on him again. See, but you need to understand the power. And I want us to look at that. The power to prosper. Hallelujah. Can somebody shout this morning, I have the power to prosper. We know that very simply from Deuteronomy 8.18. Lord, your God gives you power to prosper. Now, there's power to prosper, there's power to heal, there's power to save. It's the same power of God. That every believer, somebody shout every believer. You don't know how to shout. Shout every believer. Say that includes me. You may never have used the power before. You may never have exercised faith in using the power before. You may never have seen the power of God work before. You may not even know there's anything like power of God. But I'm telling you by the spirit of God this morning that if you are a child of God, you carry that power. You have that power. Perhaps it's where your understanding should start. I have that power. Every one of us has it. And that power is the power that can prosper us. Is the power that can heal us. Is the power that can open doors for us. Is the power that can bring blessings. In fact, that word we call blessing is simply an operation of power. To bless is to empower to prosper. Hallelujah. Pastor, how do I have the power? You have the power because the spirit of God dwells inside of you. And the Holy Spirit carries that power. 
to its uppermost limits. In fact, what Paul taught in Ephesians chapter 1, in fact, he prayed it for us, and you should pray it for yourself, said that we might know or understand the exceeding greatness of God's power in us. The same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of us. And that's the power that prospers us. It's the same power that heals us. In fact, we've been saying prosperity and healing. They go hand in hand. Third John 2 tells us that. That power will make your marriage work better. That power will make you excel in your career. That power will cause your children to excel in their academics. He said that you prosper in all things. And for emphasis, he now singled out health. Health is already a part of all things. But God just wants us to know health as a special category. And these things are operated by the power of God. Hallelujah. God gives that power to whosoever he wills. And he has given that power to every child of God. And one of the things you have to learn to do if you are going to walk in prosperity and enjoy prosperity is to walk in that power. You need to know it. You need to understand how it works. You need to exercise yourself in using that power until you begin to see prosperity to the dimensions you want to see it. You will start from where you are you move to a level, after a while, you are, you are at greater level, you need another level, you need to now engage that power again. How far can you go in working in God's power till you get to the power that raised Christ from the dead and made him to sit with God in heavenly places and be Lord over all principality and power and every name that is named, not only in this world, in the world to come. Sir, you will forever be growing. You will forever be growing. Hallelujah. Let me move because of time. Daniel chapter 8 verse 24. If you've ever studied the book of Daniel, after he had established himself in the king's palace, one of the things that happened to Daniel is saw visions. Like Isaiah saw visions, like David saw visions about the future. Things that will happen. And Daniel's visions were very peculiar because he saw different generations of kings and rulers of the earth and how they will dominate after, long after his time. And he saw a vision of one of the kings in Daniel 8.24. Look at what he recorded. Now watch this. I, I wanted to start with this text or emphasize this text for one thing. These were not believers. They were heathen kings. But in the different dispensations of time, God was using them to establish his purpose on the earth. It's like in the days of Joseph, when Pharaoh was the ruler of the entire world, as it were. Pharaoh wasn't a believer. He didn't know God. But yet, God gave him power to prosper and to rule. And when the time came for God to fulfill his purpose, look at the way Joseph's story and Joseph's um, vision and his destiny unraveled eventually. When the season came, God saw that there was going to be a famine that will wipe out many people on the earth. You know, sometimes we don't think about this. The, the generation, those of us that live in the 20th and the 21st century, the last 100 to 200 years of human existence, we have been the most prosperous generations of human beings. The wealthiest of human beings that have ever walked the face of the earth. I mean from Adam till now. We have lived the longest. 
300, 400, 500 years ago, it was unheard of that people will live to be 80 years, 90 years, 100 years, 120 years, like we are seeing in our generation. Why? People were not that prosperous. There wasn't enough knowledge concerning medicines, eating right diet, right. You, you, you study your Bible, if you read Genesis, people like Methuselah, they were living 600 years, 700 years. That's how God actually designed mankind to live, hundreds of years. But sin came, and with sin came sickness and disease and poverty, and it's like cutting short the lives of men. In the dark ages, if you study history, they will say this woman had 12 children. Only three survived. Many people died at childbirth. They didn't know how to deliver children very well. They didn't know how to deliver mothers too very well. They didn't have the advanced knowledge that we now enjoy today. People are still dying from those things too. But the number has dropped. Even people that survived childbirth, 10 years, Malaria will come and kill them. And the only thing they had to hide is the devil. And it is the devil. But many of those devils are G-devils. You don't even need to say Jesus. Common Panadol, malaria tablets. You don't even need to say in the name of Jesus. They are G- when they hear G, it's G you are saying, but they've run. But there was no legs, so people died. 40, 50, 60. Even in the days of people like Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul didn't live more, up to 60 years or thereabouts. Not like now that you, are, you read Psalm 91 now with long life, it will satisfy me and you are targeting 100 years. God bless you. I hope you are grateful to God for your life. Because even David that wrote that scripture or Moses that wrote, they didn't live that long. Hallelujah. Are you still here? So these hidden kings, God gave them power. And that's what Daniel saw about this king. I mean, you read the prophecy, you will see that the king abused the power. But look at verse 24. His power shall be mighty. This particular king, there were about three or four of them. I don't want to go into that. That's a sermon for another day. But not his own power. In other words, God will give him power. A human being. He shall destroy fearfully. And this is our focus. He shall prosper and thrive. Why? Because God will give him power. Lift your hands and shout by faith this morning. God gives me power to prosper and thrive. I can't hear somebody this morning say, God gives me power to prosper and thrive. That's how there could be successful kings in those days. They needed to have a lot of wealth. So they would build a big army and they would fight wars. Remember even Abraham, after God started blessing him, the Bible told us in Genesis 14 that Abraham had um, 318 servants in his house that were trained soldiers. He had an army, his own personal army. Why? He was a wealthy man. And that's what God did for these kings. Nebuchadnezzar, Cyrus. In fact, look at Isaiah 45. Look at the vision Isaiah saw about Cyrus. Hallelujah. Isaiah 45. Somebody declare again, God gives me power to prosper. And that power is in me right now. Say it again, that power is in me right now. Isaiah 45 from verse 1. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held. You know, when Cyrus eventually became the king, this is generations after. I think it was even long after Daniel and all these prophets had written. I can't even remember the prophet that brought the message to him, whether it was Jeremiah or one of them. They said, ah, look, God, I mean, God wrote his name, Cyrus. And they brought this Isaiah 45 to him. Now, in those days, Israel was under captivity of these foreign kings. I'm not sure whether it wasn't the Babylonians anymore. They had overcome the Babylonians. And they showed him, look, 
God wrote about you. And according to this, his head swelled. Eh? God knew my name. So he now gave them money to go back and rebuild Jerusalem. Because he felt like a G. Look at your neighbor and say, he knows my name. <laughs> Tell somebody, God knows my name. God knows my season. God knows my time. I mean, they, they, they showed him this was written hundreds of years ago. And, but they were hidden. And they told him, and he saw that all these things were happening in his life. Let's read. I want, I want to read because you are going to learn something powerful. He said, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, God will hold up your hand. God will not fall your hand. Look at it. God said, I've held up his hand to subdue nations before him, to lose the armor of kings. So God was the one helping these kings that Daniel saw their history and wrote it down, that Isaiah saw them. It was the one that was helping them. They were not believers, so they were not in covenant with God. But God was doing something where his purpose and his kingdom was concerned. And part of it involved using hidden kings. Like he has always done. He used Pharaoh in the days, back in the day. To lose the armor of kings, to open before him the double doors, so that the gates shall not be shut. I will go before you. Somebody, God is going before you this week. This final four months of 2023, God goes before you. He's fighting your battles for you. I will make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of iron and cut the bars of iron. Verse 3. I will give you. Somebody say, God gives me. You see the power to get wealth here. Treasures of darkness. Hidden riches of secret places. Hallelujah. God gave them power. And they commanded great wealth. You need to understand that power is at work in you. Can I hear a loud Amen. I will give you treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I am the Lord who called you by your name. And just to flex how wise I am, I'm saying it hundreds of years before you were born. I'm the God of Israel. Verse 4. This is why I'm doing this, Cyrus. For Jacob, my servant's sake. It's for a kingdom purpose. It's for the nation of Israel. For Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, my elect, I have called you. I'm not doing it because of you. I'm not doing it because of Babylon. I'm not doing it because of you foreign kings. No, I'm doing it for Israel. I have called you. I have even called you by your name. I have named you, though you have not known me. And I'm telling you, if God can give his power to get wealth, to people that don't know him, how much more we his children? How much more we his people? How much more we his covenant people? The simple truth is God has given you power to get wealth. I am the Lord, verse 5, and there is no other, there is no God beside me. I will guard you. God will hold you up this season. God will strengthen you. God will empower you to prosper. I will guard you. Though you have not known me, you, you know him. If he will guard someone that doesn't know him, how much more you? That they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting. Hallelujah. That there is none besides me. I am the Lord and there is no other. Praise God forevermore. God gives power. Now, let me help somebody this morning. I love what James said. James said, when the power of God, James chapter 5, we're going to get into it in a few minutes, is activated in us. Please watch this very carefully. He said that power is dynamic in its working. And what God told me to tell us this morning is that many of you, particularly because you already pray, you pray in the spirit and all that, the power of God to prosper is already working in your life. You just don't understand it and you don't know it. So I'm here to help you get understanding this morning. 
Or God is here to help us get understanding. It's dynamic. In other words, the way it works for Pastor Ekuns is different from the way it works for Pastor Mrs. Ekuns. I couldn't remember his first name for a while, though, please. And the way it works for Pastor Barry is different from the way it works for Pastor Inda. The same power. But it's dynamic in what? I want you to point out just five ways that the power of God can be already working in your life to get wealth. Or it may not be working yet, but if you start activating it consciously, you can watch out. Just five ways. There are a thousand and one ways. But just give us five that the Spirit of God impressed upon my heart. Number one, the power to prosper works on you by blessing the work of your hands. Unfortunately, this is the only one that many people are looking out for. Blessing, so it blesses you on your job, blesses you in your career, blesses your business, blesses the work of your hands. If you can look back at your life, and you must understand that it is not everybody that has this expression. Some people cannot sustain a job or a career for five years, ten years, because the power is not working for them in this dimension. They can't start a business or do a business and keep it running. They can't. Because this is not, well, it doesn't mean they are not blessed. It doesn't mean they, the power of God to prosper doesn't work for them. This is not just their, their lane. This is what God did for Abraham. Abraham was a farmer, a cattle. In fact, all the patriarchs blessed them in their business. When David was keeping his father-in-law's sheep, Laban, it came to a time they split the cattle. David, take this one. Laban and his sons, take this ones. They had a deal. You take the spotted ones. Me, I will take the white ones. God blessed. I said David, sorry. Jacob's hand. The, the work of his hand. His own sheep multiplied so much. At the end of the year, when they came back, Laban said, oh, what I said was, you, you have to take the spotted and I have to take the white. So he switched it <laughs> after the first year. So he gave Jacob... The fewer, so first year, Jacob had the plane, Laban had the spotted. There was no room because they didn't write documents. One of the ways I'm going to show you later that the, the power can work is that to give you wisdom. Jacob wasn't wise. He couldn't write a contract and bind it. He didn't know how to do that. So the guy kept cheating him. He was reaping the harvest of the seeds he sowed in his father's house when he too was cheating his brother to collect the blessing. <laughs> So he took the spotted ones this year. God blessed the work of his hands. Alibaba, no, no, what I said was spotted. He kept changing for seven years. The Bible said, was it even 21 years? I can't even remember the story again. That's one way. If you are someone that you have seen that manifest in your life, five years ago, you look back. Business-wise, career-wise, you are, you are nowhere. You should know, wow, I have power. And you should invest a lot of praying, particularly in a season like this for rain. God, bless the work of my hands. You know, a time came, they, Laban came and he went to, Jacob came to Laban. He said, look, I've known. It's because of me that God is blessing your business. I don't want to be employer anymore. I want to be a partner. Or if I want to take my own. Some of you, because of that blessing, you can walk up to your boss and say, I don't want to employ you anymore. I want, and you don't have to say it like, don't go, and, don't go tomorrow morning. <laughs> Wisdom is profitable to direct. But you can know that blessing can work. You, are not supposed, you can own the business. The way God can you start your own, that will now be a competitor to your employer. Because you can look back last five years, ah, this, this power... This is how God is making me rich. You don't have to be employee. That's just one way. Somebody say one way. So if you don't have that, don't despair. Look at another way the power of God works. He gives you knowledge. Gives you skill. He gives you wisdom. 
not necessary to be, see, of course, for someone to hire you, you will have some knowledge or skill. They're not going to hire a dollar. But not everybody that possesses this is wired for um, work of my hand as in being an employee, doing a business, working a company. This is what God did for Daniel and his friends when they go to Babylon. God gave them knowledge. You have an appetite to go to school, to learn. Somebody was telling me this morning he's going to study AI. I said, eh? <laughs> AI, that's the future. Not everybody can study AI, you. <laughs> or you're a physicist, you're a neurosurgeon, engineering, you have, you know things. That's God's power at working you to prosper. You can easily just understand things. Look at your life. Look at your history. This is how the power of God is finding expression in you. Develop it. Pray. Walk in it. Go and study AI. <laughs> Go and learn things that robotics Go and learn traveling to space. <laughs> I mean, you, you watch movies or you read stories about all these people that travel to the moon. I mean, India just became the fourth nation a few years ago to travel to only four, four, four nations. Of the almost 200 nations on the earth. Why? Because the power to do it is not everybody that has it. Do you know there are only about seven or eight nations that can build airplanes in the world? That's the last time I checked. Because not everybody has that power. And the rest of us have to buy their planes and probably have to tell their pilots to come and train our own people. They are just making money. Making this power to get wealth. Why? They have knowledge. They are not up to 10 nations that make cars. Well, I don't have the exact number, but there are few. Everybody has to buy their car. Everybody has to buy their computer. They have knowledge. They have skill. Not every country can build fighter jets. So we have to buy from them to defend ourselves. Let's put in comes to take our territory. That's the power of God working in you. That's what some of you have. You've just not explored it. You've not just cultivated it. It's not that you don't have power to get wealth at work in you. Just that your, your understanding of how it operates is limited. And may God give you understanding. Look at this third one. Another way this power works is God just gives you favor. See, that one of knowledge and skill, Daniel, Solomon, the Bible said in Solomon's days, because of the things he was inventing. In fact, the queen of Sheba came and saw the way they organized their church service and she fainted. <laughs> if Solomon passed, in fact, not if, if his church was the biggest church, people used to come from all over the world for his conventions. It wasn't church convention. It was G20 summit, but it's on another level. And they brought wealth to him. When they come, they bring gold, they, 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 because he had knowledge. He could do things. Even they said they saw the way his servants dressed and they fainted. Another one is favor. Like God did for Esther. Now, many of these things, they are interwoven. You see, when you have knowledge and skill, people will favor you and they may give you jobs. But you can use the word of God to discern all of them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because you can have favor. Esther didn't have a job. Her only job was to please the king. <laughs> and she went straight to the top. She actually became the ogre at the top. Because if you say king, go this way, he went this way. Say king, go that way. King killed that man, he killed the man. She didn't even have to say kill, she just had to suggest. The enemies of the king's people. Ah, favor. Favor. 
And that's what some of us have. People just want to be nice to you. People just want to help you. Hallelujah. Psalm 46 said they gain possession. Not by their arm or their strong or their, or their strength. But God favored them. The light of his countenance upon them. So you, you can see yourself. I mean, she wasn't the only beautiful woman in the land. But she was the one that, they, ah, this is the one I want. You've noticed traces of things like that. Among all your siblings, your uncles and your aunties just seem to smile more towards you. You go to school, your teacher, you've not watched your life. You can take that thing to dimensions beyond your imagination. You won't have to be the most skillful. You won't have to be the most knowledgeable. But you are the one that will give the job. You are the one that will give the contract. You are the one that want to help. Just because they favor you. And that thing is a function of the power of God. Esther knew it. When the time came that they were going to kill the Jews, and they told her, at first she didn't want to do anything. But when her uncle Mordecai now convinced that, look, you are here for such a time as this. You are not here by accident. You are not here because you are beautiful. You are here for a reason. I'm going to come to that in a moment. You are here for a reason. You know what Esther did? She called, tell everybody to fast and pray. She didn't just say, go and bring me more lipstick. Go and bring us more body notion. She understood this is a, it's a spiritual thing. I am my maiden, so we fast and pray. It wasn't lipstick she wore to the presence of the king that day. It was fasting and prayer. She may have had lipstick or no, but she knew the source of her power for prosperity. What gives me prosperity before this king is not my body lotion. It's the power of God. She didn't have any knowledge. She didn't have any skill per se. But she saw that even though she was an orphan, ah, other orphans had died. Other orphans had been forgotten. But me, my own case is different. If you are that kind of person that you can see traces of my cases, different stories in your life, that's favor. Learn to use it. And God will show you how you can use it. Somebody shout, I have the power to prosper. Two more and I'm done. Another one, this one is very common. God gives you a gift or a special ability. Do you know Messi? Do you know Ronaldo? Gift. You just can kick that ball better than any other person. You can run faster than any other person. You can jump faster than any other person. You can play golf, 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 golf. The idiocy of golf. Men kicking something that rolls into a hole. But now the whole world is watching them. Because when you hit your own, you break glass. But Tiger Woods can. Power to prosper. That was what Joseph, God gave Joseph. He knew that when you tell me what is going on with you, I can decode what is happening. He will tell you, ah, it's not because the dollar is 1,000 to 1 naira. No, that's not why this is what you need to do to renew your mind. And when you do it, tomorrow they will come and set you free from your imprisonment. He had a gift. He had an ability. This one we don't have to wear. You can sing, you can write, you can preach, you can, you know what God has, that's your, you now take that thing to the max. I would, that's how I'm going to close, how you take it to the max. Because your own is not to go and get employment too. Now, God can direct you, use your gift to go and get employment. I said, these things are nuanced, sometimes they flow together. But know your own. Hallelujah. So another way the power to prosper works is through gifts, special ability. And the fifth one I want you to know. The power to prosper can work in your life through God giving you ideas, vision, dreams. 
That's what God gave the patriarchs. Ideas. One day. In fact, it wasn't one day. It kept coming to Abraham. It was an idea. Leave your father's house. It was just an idea. Young man, leave your father's house. Where will I go? When he decides to engage with the idea, go to a place that I will show you an idea. And he said, the Lord had said to Abraham. So God wrestled with him with the idea. One day, Abraham acted on that idea. The rest is history. Do you know some of the wealthiest people on the earth today? This is their gift. Idea. The other day I was watching Elon Musk on TV. He said one of the reasons why, I mean, I'm like, why these people are crazy people? Because they have crazy ideas. They were asking him, why, why are you sending people to go to space? And I said, ah, you know, all this global warming thing. How do we know there's no crude oil in Mars? So instead of damaging our planet and exploring crude oil, let's go to Mars. Going to Mars is already a crazy idea. Let's go and drill for oil or whatever we will find there that we use to plant so we can pollute. I mean, there are so many stars and gal- if we spoil them there, if Mars gets damaged, we go to Jupiter. We- <laughs> it's not his problem. He has eaten. It's when you have eaten that. <laughs> it's not his problem. He has eaten. <laughs> I told you that the one day I was flying the plane. Then the pilot and another, you know, okay, we are stabilizing 40,000 feet. I was like, who thought of 40,000 feet in the air? Who, who, who thought of that? Crazy people. Like God gave Jacob an idea. Okay, when you want to mate your animals, whether it is white or straw, take them to this place. As they are breeding, pass certain idea. idea. What is iPhone? Idea. The cars you are driving. Idea. Idea. That's all. And some people, see, this is what most people do. When strange ideas come, like go to Mars to go and drill for oil, you bind the devil. (laughs) How many of you have had creative thoughts that you bound? Don't move too much. (laughs) I'm talking about it. But there are some people, they have explored. I remember watching the biopic of Steve Jobs. And I remember this particular scene, iPhone. And he was having a conversation with his daughter. And she was carrying, how many people remember Walkman? That's what people were using those days. That you have to put in one tape. And I said, look, I'm doing something that you'll be able to have a thousand songs. I can't remember the number I mentioned. A thousand, who wants to do have a thousand songs? It's one cassette <laughs> that you carry those days. And pata pata, they have the song. We have maybe seven songs on one side, seven other songs on one side. 14, 15. For most albums are like 10 songs. One tape per time. So once then I'm going to, you have thousands of Walkman days. Idea had entered his head. The whole world is carrying it. I told you about one article that they, they, they published um, in the 1940s or 50s. That Pastor Indian and I knew that a time will come, people will be carrying TV in their hand. And they laughed. <laughs> Can you who wants to be carrying TV in their hand? That's what you are doing. Some of you don't even have TV in your house anymore. And that's where we are going. And this is where I'm going. God is giving you ideas. See, when you pray, Many of us are just not using it. We are not as bold as Steve Jobs or Elon Musk and all these people. And the Wright brothers that said, let's go 40,000 feet in the air. Let me close. And we'll take it up from here next week. Three ways to activate this power to prosper. Three simple ways. Number one, prayer. In fact, this is our focus in our prayer this week. Last week, we were focusing on internet. This morning, I'm going to pray for power. Power to prosper. You, you pray. Number one way is prayer. I can guarantee you one of these five things or the myriad other examples we can talk about, but my time is already fast spent. That, we can't, that the power to prosper is already at work in you. It may not be a conventional way. 
I, I saw a story, please hear this, about a woman. I can't remember the story again. She, she had disorders. Um, you don't know the special needs kids. But underneath all that thing was a gift she had that she could just organize things that other people couldn't see. They said that woman in the um, agriculture industry in America now and leading parts of the world, the way they kill animals and get them ready, all these food market industries that they can make food and ship all over the world, it was the idea that she had. She just saw the ways this how to treat and she realized that the way they are just, just bring an animal and slaughter them anyhow, that that's not the best way to kill animals. See, people that have ideas like that, they see things ordinary people don't see. She left a mark on the world forever. And she had a multiple disorder issue. Pray. Look at that James 5.16. Put it up for us in the Amplified. The latter part, the heartfelt, persistent prayer. This is why daily praying is important. It is coming from your heart. It is persistent. Of a righteous man, a believer is, he said, is able to accomplish much. Accomplish much. When put into action, put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic. God has a thousand and one ways to prosper everybody. If people will open up to him in the place of prayer. Dynamic that can have tremendous power. Number two, I'm going to take this up from next week. To activate this power to prosper is alignment to divine purpose. You read some, you look closely at some of the scriptures we quoted. It said, I've given you power to prosper that I may establish my covenant. Cyrus, I'm making you to be rich for the sake of Israel. The more we align ourselves to what God is doing, said through prosperity, my cities will spread abroad. God prospers people for his kingdom. That's why sometimes he empowers unbelievers. Because he's using them for something perhaps beyond our own understanding. Deuteronomy 8.18 You shall remember the Lord your God for it is he that gives us power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant which he saw with his fathers as it is today. Number three and really, this is what I'm going to focus on next Sunday. Sowing seeds. You activate power. There is something miraculous, powerful, potential power inside the seed. But it's when you sow it. Second Corinthians 9 verses 10 and 11. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower... And bread for food, supply, and multiply the seed you have sown. Somebody say the seed I have sown. And increase the fruit of your righteousness. And I love it. Why you are enriched in everything. See, when you sow seeds, the goal is to enrich you in everything. Enrich in everything for all liberality. Which causes thanksgiving to God. We'll take it up from there next Sunday. But today and all through this week, rise on your feet. Just a few minutes. I want you to lift your hands. If you understood anything I said this morning, lift those hands to heaven. And pray a very simple prayer in the next few minutes. Say, Heavenly Father, the power to prosper that you have given me, my own lane, my own expression, both the ones I've seen up until now, and those that I'm yet to discover. Lord, as your reign of prosperity falls upon my life, help me to discover what I need to discover. Help me to enhance. Somebody pray, help me to enhance what I've already discovered. Listen, before you begin to pray, please, why, why, why am I praying this prayer? Joseph 
was using his gift in Potiphar's house. He was using his gift in the prison. And the Bible told us already he was a prosperous man. But Joseph had, he knew that he had capacity to take that gift. The same gift. God didn't have to add any other gift to him. To run the entire nation and to save the entire world. I know you are using your gift in church. But has God helped you to see that you can use your gift to run United Nations? You know there are ushers in United Nations? Talk to me. They won't call the job ushering, no. But for all intents and purposes, they are ushering. But this time they are ushering dignitaries. Same gift as the person shaking us when we enter. But someone has not yet seen it as a gift. And someone else hasn't seen it as a gift that can change the entire world. That, that's what you're praying. Are you hearing me this morning? It's a power to prosper. God has given it to you. But he needs to help you to see it. Joseph saw it. He said, when you get to the palace, remember me. I can do something in the palace. He probably didn't know that he would be interpreting Pharaoh's dreams. I don't think his vision was that high. I, I, I'm not sure. He's a human being. Because Ephesians 3.20, we must give room for that one to God. We do exceedingly abundant. He probably didn't know. But he knew that I am more than prison. Who is here that understands that you are more than where you are? I can't hear you. Are you, you know you are more than where you are. Pray that prayer. Say, Father, what you have given me, help me to discover and help me to enhance it in the name of Jesus. Talk to your father this morning. Open your mouth and pray. Talk to him. Talk to him. The power to prosper is already in you. It's already at work in you. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. I'm telling you, you don't have to be broke. You don't have to suffer lack. Oh, you may have to have gone through some difficult times. Weeping may endure for a night. But there's good news for you this morning. Joy comes in the morning. And by the inspiration of the Spirit, I declare and I announce over you, your morning has come. Your morning season has come. M-O-R-N-I-N-G. The night is over and the sun is beginning to shine over you. Joseph, you are coming out of that prison. The night is far spent. Morning has come for you. Oh, Shata, Lord, help me to discover the path you have ordained for me concerning the power to prosper. Help me to use what you have given me, whether it's an idea, whether it's a gift, whether it's favor, whether it's a skill or knowledge or wisdom, or whether it's just blessing the business or the job I have, the work of my hands. Help me to discover it and help me to enhance it. If you pray, I'm telling you, God will hear you and God will answer you. You have not because you ask not. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Lord, help me to understand how to walk in the power to prosper. How to walk in the power to prosper. How to walk in the power that you have given me. The gift you have given me, the ideas you have given me, the favor you have given me, the wisdom you have given me, the blessing you have given me upon the work of my hands. Pray, 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 pray. Let the miracle happen for you. Let the miracle happen for you. Let the door open for you. Let the mountain be moved out of your path. Let the valley be filled up before you. Let the crooked way be made straight. You are just one faith decision away from a mighty breakthrough. One faith decision. One moment of believing. Ha! I chose to believe that God will do what he said. I chose to act on the word that was preached to me. One faith decision away. The door is opening for somebody. 
the door is opening the door it has been shut for years and years but i announce that that door opens for you that door of prosperity that door of increase that door of promotion that door of elevation opens up for you ah even as you pray you move mountains you cause walls to fall you move mountains cause walls to fall you move mountains hey you cause walls to fall you move mountains somebody pray let God go ahead of you he said Cyrus I will go ahead of you I will guard you with strength you move mountains who is that person that believes God is moving mountains for you right now he is moving 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 he is filling valleys for you He's causing walls to fall. You move mountains. Jesus, Kayatosa. We activate the power to prosper this morning. You move mountains. With your with your power with your power you perform miracles sing that again with your power you perform miracles She didn't need anything else. She all, all she needed was favor. All you need is one way. One way for the power to prosper, to transform your life. One way, one way, one way. All mercy needs is to know how to kick that ball, sir. Oh, that's all he needs. He doesn't need to know mathematics. He may not even be able to speak English. But just give me the ball. And let the whole world watch. <laughs> All you need is one way. All you need is one way. That engineer knows all he needs to know is just to balance that equation. He may not know how to sing, he may not know how to kick ball like Messi, but give that person the equation that will land that rocket on Mars, the formula that will cause that plane to take off and land without crashing. Just all I need is one way. Can you lift up one finger this morning and say, Father? Oh, come on, lift up that one finger. One finger. Say, Father, just bless me with one. Just for this season, just bless me with one. One, one. Like you did for Esther. Just bless me with one. One, one. Open your mouth and pray in the Holy Ghost. Wave that finger to your Father. Just 
bless me with one, 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 one way, one idea, one idea. I don't need a thousand and one. One idea, one idea. Joseph just dreamed one dream. The ladder was ascending and descending. One dream, one dream, one vision, one idea. Abraham, just one idea. Leave your father's house. That's how it started. One idea, one idea, one way. Shetakasata. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Wave that finger to the Father. One way, one idea, one word, one vision, one gift. One gift. Joseph had just one gift. Just one is enough. Just one is enough. Just one is enough. Just one. Kayata Satakata. And we are standing here only because you made. Lord, we are standing here. We are praying here. We are praying here. Only because we are praying. We are praying. Because you made a way for us. We are praising. We are praising here. We are praising, we are singing, we are praying, we are believing, we are worshiping, we are standing, we are praising, we are dancing, we are jumping, we are believing, we are expecting, only because oh, we are standing here. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00 640.